Because Chaim gives an example how we tend to react to requests for chesed. Chutz Chaim gives this example in a situation where someone comes and asks you for a loan. Even if you trust that the person will pay you back, a person is going to find all kinds of excuses why he can't lend the money right now. Either, oh, I have it in my house, next time I go home I'll try to remember and get the money, which really happens, obviously. Or I have a $100 bill, I don't want to break it up. Or you're going to refer him to someone else, oh, go to him, he probably has money, and so on. Let's give a more common example that happens by us. Someone asks you for a ride, maybe from a chasana in Baltimore to Silver Spring, or vice versa. Uh, Sometimes even a short ride within where you live, from one place to another. How many times have we found all kinds of reasons why we can't give a ride. You know, our justification is we want privacy, it's whatever our justifications are, but we'll say the exact same things. Oh, I'm planning on making a stop somewhere, or you'll say, oh, I'm not headed in that direction, even though it might just be a few minutes out of your way. Or we'll say, I'm leaving this minute, when you know the person needs a couple of minutes more. Or you'll say, oh, why don't you just ask so-and-so? Exactly as the Chavetz Chaim demonstrated with a loan. We can have the same reaction to a simple chesed. And even if we performed the chesed, if we really didn't want to, we're going to be unhappy and annoyed. We might even let it get to us to the point where we show it on our faces or demonstrate it with our actions, like not being interested in conversation and all these kind of things. But if we would realize that this is equivalent to someone offering us a crazy deal or telling us about some kind of major sale, just invest a couple of dollars, a little awkwardness, give up a little privacy, and you're going to make a huge return on your money. We'd run. All excuses wouldn't, wouldn't materialize at all. If the person asking for a ride has information for us that we really need, or is an influential person that we'd love to make contact with, we'd have no problem at all driving wherever. If we would appreciate the value of chesed, we would realize that all we have to give is a few minutes of our time or our comfort or a few dollars that we have and we are receiving in return a mitzvah an amazing investment which has no limit to tzachar. We should, what we should be doing is rejoicing and our faces should shine with happiness when we perform this mitzvah. Hashem has just given us a golden opportunity. The Pasuk in Mishle says, Roidev tzedakah v'chesed yim tzachayim. Chasing chesed rewards us with life. And likewise, Chazal say that the poor man is doing a much greater service to the Baal Habayis, who is giving him money, than the Baal Habayis is doing for him with his donation. The poor man is giving the Baal Habayis El Habayis, giving him a tremendous reward, and the Baal Habayis is just sacrificing a couple of dollars. So why don't we think like that? The Chavetz Chaim says it can only be that the Yetzirah has successfully convinced us that this isn't really a mitzvah, it's just a good midah, and we just don't have such an, a, a, a value, we don't have such a, we, we don't have a feel for what this mitzvah really is. Not its obligations, and not its chah, not its merit. And what's the solution, the Chavetz Chaim says, learn about the mitzvah. And understand that it really is a Torah obligation. Learn the halachas. And, and, it's a, and understand it's a chiv. And then learn the goddess of Chazal. Learn all this, the Midrashim and all the other Chazalim that explain how great this char for this mitzvah is. Which, Baruch Hashem, is what we're trying to do right here. But if we do that more and more, then we can successfully start getting a true value 
for this mitzvah and thereby inspire ourselves to run after it and grab any opportunity that comes our way.